Hey, onward and upward as we uh, streamline uh, towards uh, the the end of election day, I guess, right? We still have a bunch of hours, a little under 10 and a half hours. Get out and vote. Uh, It is uh, so incredibly important. Uh, And I say this all the time. I say this all the time. The most important year ever as far as uh, the vote. Uh, And I really mean it this year. I mean, not that I didn't mean it past years, but there's so much on the line right now. And here to emphasize that is even more uh, is a former assemblyman who's thrown his hat into the senatorial ring as far as the 4th District is concerned. His name is Dean Murray, and we welcome him back to the airwaves this morning. Sir, how are you? Hey, good morning to you, Jay. This is just the capping of what has been, as you said, the most important year, but also one of the craziest election years uh, we've ever seen. And, of course, I cap it off by losing my voice. So I'm getting it out as best I can today. Listen, it's it's all about whatever you got left in the tank. <laughs> it's really. Hey, listen, I want you to hear something, and I want to get a little reaction. Amanda, if you don't mind, could you play that cut number three for Dean Murray? Yeah, I say check the source. You know, he has been hyperventilating, trying to scare people for months. And New Yorkers are onto it. All the legitimate media organizations have called him out. You know, I, I consider that, and I'm doing this a long time, Dean, as you know, I consider that one of the more insulting remarks I think I've ever heard as we get to the finish line of one of the most important elections ever. I don't know. That's just me. Okay. Go ahead. I couldn't hear the beginning of it, so I, I it was uh, I didn't catch the very beginning of it. So could one we play more it again? Time, now, play pay, it again Dean, pay attention. It's a little low on the okay. volume, but we'll try and <laughs> boost it up. Amanda, go ahead. Yeah, I say check the source. You know, he has been hyperventilating, trying to scare people for months. And New Yorkers are onto it. All the legitimate media organizations have called him out. Yeah, it said uh, yeah. hyperventilating was the word of the incumbent towards her challenger, and that of Lee Zeldin. A lot of accusing of fear mongering. We're talking about crime and everything else. And I considered it insulting. I think every New Yorker feels really with all that's going on. This is after a couple of subway attacks, by the way, in the in the in the last couple of hours prior to that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, it, Dean. If you're on that you're team, there, right. you got to scratch your head. Yeah, you're 100 percent right, Jay. That's that, the insulting is a great word, but also it just it just solidified the fact that she is completely out of touch with what New Yorkers are feeling right now. She she has her own little world, and it's the typical uh, what we've seen from her and and from the Democrat leadership. Frankly, you know the old saying that um, you you can't fix a problem until you recognize you have one. Well, they refuse to recognize there is a problem with the changes that they made to our criminal justice system. But the the proof is there, and the, and people are seeing it with their own eyes. It's it's one of those where they're saying, you know, don't don't believe your eyes, believe what I'm telling you. Uh, and the fact of the matter is, New Yorkers aren't believing it, and I think they're going to find that out in a very hard way uh, today when the uh, results are counted, and we have a new governor named Lee Zeldin. But, uh, and especially, you know, listen, when you look at the numbers, the numbers don't lie. You know, I always go over the numbers year over year regarding uh, the, the crime with felonies and in different categories. Uh, and you look, you look even uh, pre-pandemic as well, from 2019 up and through uh, 2022. I mean, the numbers are very real. Dan Murray running on the fourth. Give us an idea. Uh, such a staple you were 
uh, Dean, as far as the assembly over the years. Uh, and to kind of get back in the game, just fell short uh, a couple of years ago. But you decided, you know what, uh, this this is it this year. I mean, I've, I've got to get my, my hat into the ring here. I mean, what was the impetus as far as thinking for you uh, to get back into the senatorial here? Well, it's funny, Jay, and and I do have to. It, it's the third Senate district, not the fourth. Uh, they they created a new fourth, actually. So everything again this this year, everything got shifted, and everything is crazy. But, um, but it, you know, you never really get out of it. You know, once once I was out in 2018, back in the private sector, but I'd still follow everything along, and I I'm, I'm seeing neighbors and friends, everyone packing up and leaving, and and you don't get a sense that it's going to get better unless we make a change. And the one thing, when I was first elected to the Assembly, Jay, one of the people would ask me, what, what was the biggest surprise or what shocked you the most or something? What, what shocked me the most when I got to Albany was how few elected officials had ever signed the front of a paycheck. They'd have no idea the concept of real money and of actually writing that check out and, and it coming out of your account. You know, they have no sense of that. And you start hearing numbers being thrown around, millions and billions, like it's pennies. And these are tax dollars. I think what got me back in was the sense that we, we need some fiscal responsibility. We just need common sense. Doug Smith earlier made a great comment. People are calling it a red wave. It's a common sense wave. Whether it comes to finance, whether it comes to the crime issues, it's just common sense. And when people, New Yorkers, hear clips like you just played of our, our current governor, who just doesn't get it and, and doesn't understand why people are upset, it leads you to one conclusion, and that is we need to change the leadership in Albany, and I think that happens today. I think a lot of people have that on their mind. I thought it was a good comment, too, the common sense wave. You know, a lot of people say, hey, forget the red, forget the blue. You know what? It's about getting back to reality. I mean, that's what you want across this country, but in the state of New York. And, you know, if you have a little common sense, if you've retained anything, I think people will remember years back when we had that, you know. But I think the one thing, and many will agree with us, is this one-party rule has derailed the common-sense way. You look at it on the national stage, Lee Murray, you look at it as far as what's happening within the confines of New York State. Somehow, some way, we have lost that ability to think, and I think the one-party rule has altered it in such a big way throughout. A hundred percent right, and the reason is because it has ruined the, the whole system of debate. There is no debate in Albany. There is no debate in Washington. It's one way. That's the way it is. We don't need to listen to you because we have the numbers. And that's the way it's been going down for the last four years in Albany. It's, it's listen, we spoke. The people spoke. We have the numbers, so we're just going to do what we want. So common sense. One of the things, again, when, when, I, when I got into the assembly, I, one other thing that I learned very quickly was I was not the smartest guy in the room, and it was really easy to think when you get up there that you know it all. But when you sit down and you listen to the debates on the issues and you do it with, with an open mind, you can learn a lot and you really realize, hey, maybe there are different ways I should be looking at this. And we need that. That is healthy, Jay. And, and, and in today's climate, you just can't have debate. It's arguments. And, and in the case of the leadership in Albany, it's not even arguments. It's we're going to do it our way. That's it. 
end of conversation. So we need to change that by bringing balance back. And with the balance will come more common sense, or at least we hope so. You know, let's and I've said this all along, you know, you are one of the hottest guys working up there in Albany as part of that assembly. And I would say that, and listen, you know, folks, he was. You know, he was fighting, fighting, and fighting, and sometimes losing battles, but I've got to tell you, he never stopped. And I think a lot of people who follow this stuff, like we do on this side, uh, we know the individuals who go up there. We know the individuals who never stop. Uh, and that's what you want from a public official. A public official is that of representation of the people. And I, listen, I'm doing this a long time, nine years here on the island, as far as LA News Radio. And Murray's one of those guys. You know, he just never stops. So I've always, you know, I've always said that about you. You know, you you never stop the fight, and that's what I think a lot of people want to see. Well, thank you, Jay. And I, I think that's what we're sent to Albany to do, is to represent the people that we are representing in Albany and, and to be their voice. And, and when you hear that they're not happy, it's, it's your job to get up there and, and fight like hell to change it. Yeah. And I think we're going to see a lot of that in the coming year. I also want to say this, Jay. I want to thank you. You have spent months and months and months trying to clarify, like what, what I started saying in the very beginning, how cloudy and muddy this whole process has been this year with the redistricting and the court challenges and everything. Yeah. You've done a great job of really keeping people uh, informed, keeping them straight on everything, and, and I want to thank you for that. I appreciate that. It's important that people know what's going on that when they make that decision. They go into the voting booth. They want to make an educated decision, and you played a big role in that. So thank well, you. I appreciate that, too, my friend. And listen, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to put it out there so that the people uh, know the choices out there. It's so important. Uh, without the jaded, without the uh, murkiness of what we see as far as uh, other areas of media, we try and do it differently here. We try and put it out there so that we have a clear picture for the folks as far as making those decisions. A decision will come by way tonight. And that's where many will see Dean Murray on the ballot, Republican and conservative lines vying for that very important third senatorial post. Uh, get out and vote. D. Murray, we will be following your trek. And uh, have you on later. Final thoughts, sir. Thanks so much, Jay. I appreciate that. And again, as you said, everyone, please do not sit this one out. If ever there was a time for your voice to be heard, no pun intended with me losing mine, but if ever there was a time, it is now. Get out and cast that ballot uh, and make sure, here's the shameless plug, vote for Dean Murray in the 3rd District. <laughs> there you go. 3rd Senatorial, Dean, thanks. We'll be, we'll Thank be in you, touch. Jay. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that very much.